When it comes to nutrition today, I believe we're emphasizing way too much on external factors and external cues to tell us how much we should eat. We've kind of gotten away from letting our bodies innately determine what quantity, what volume of food is appropriate for us based off of what we're doing throughout the day. And when it comes to nutrition, one of the most basic habits is to eat until you're satisfied. This is something that I think as a society we've gotten away from. But just a simple basic understanding as to how to eat till you're satisfied, what types of factors influence how satisfied you feel. And it's not necessarily that we always need to eat less. I think that's something that's misrepresented in society today is thinking that all of us just eat way too much volume. But really, we've gotten away from understanding what the appropriate volume is to actually satisfy us. And that's what we're going to talk about in today's episode is getting back to the basics and understanding how to eat till you're satisfied. Welcome to the HNL Movement Podcast, where everything is geared to leveling up your performance in activities, sports, and life. Join me in my professional journey as I share my knowledge and experiences while also learning from professionals, colleagues, clients, and you with one goal in mind, how to optimize human performance. This is the right place to learn how a multidimensional approach will sustain the performance and lifestyle you desire. Welcome back everyone to the HNL Movement Podcast. Thank you again for joining me for another episode. For any of the new listeners, please check back at the library of episodes. I can't believe we're on episode. I believe this is going to be 72. So check out all of the previous episodes. If you like what you hear, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review the podcast. Leaving a helpful review really helps the podcast to grow. Share it with family and friends as well. For all of the returning listeners, thank you again for joining me for another episode. And we are going to do another solo episode. And today's topic is about nutrition and this basic concept of eating until we're satisfied. As I mentioned before the intro, I think a lot of us are relying on either calories, you know, visual portion sizes, containers, other social influences. And we use all of these factors to determine what we think the appropriate volume is for us. But we kind of get away from our body actually letting us know how hungry or satisfied are we after meals, how hungry are we satisfied with different types of foods and different types of moods, situations. All of these factors are what I'm going to talk about today. So before we dive into this, I want to start by saying there's a difference between our appetite and our hunger. Our appetite is our desire to eat, how much we want to eat. That's our appetite. And that can change in various situations. Think you can have a great appetite if you're feeling in a good mood, maybe after a good workout. You know, there's other factors that influence our appetite. And on the flip side of the coin, you may not have an appetite if you're stressed, if you're not feeling good. So these are things that can affect our appetite. Now, our hunger is our actual physical need to eat. It's when your body is going to need energy, need nutrients before you feel lightheaded, your stomach's starting to growl. Those are the physical cues that we need to eat. So hunger is more of a need. Appetite is more of a want or desire to eat. And the key thing to understand here is that you can want to eat, but not need to eat. And that's where overeating or eating beyond satisfaction level comes into play. And vice versa, you can need to eat, but not want to eat, right? When we're overly stressed again, maybe 
other things are on our mind, we're busy, a hectic schedule. And what we need to understand is how to make our appetite and hunger give us the cues to tell us how we respond to different types of meals, how satisfied we are after meals, what types of other influences help us to stay satisfied so that we're not always searching for food or always hungry all the time. And some of these influences, really all these different aspects of our lives, affect this simple concept of eating till satisfied. And these influences may be mental influences, emotional influences, like how I mentioned a little earlier, but also social, cultural, the environment that you grew up in, social factors, whether that's at parties, gatherings, or even eating by yourself, those affect how we actually perceive our appetite and how much food we need to actually feel satisfied. And also our general just habits, our habits, nutrition habits, eating habits, and other factors that we may not really realize until we shift our focus in that direction to see how do these influences affect how I feel, how satisfied I actually am, and how my nutrition habits are actually either working towards my goals or maybe kind of creating an obstacle that is making it a little bit more difficult to achieve some of the things that I'm trying to do. And that leads into my next point. We are all actually programmed from the time that we are born to eat until we're satisfied. And what happens is life happens. All of these other influences, all of these other factors that I just mentioned, they may interfere with that innate process that connects our gut to our brain, that brain-gut axis, as many of you may have heard before. And it disrupts kind of that communication, disrupts the way that our bodies physiologically function to eat past that point of satisfaction. And then we start to learn that we're eating until we're full, we're completely stuffed, and that becomes a new norm. And our body tends to adapt to that. So we lose touch of understanding where that satisfied, that healthy balance of food volume and how we feel, remember in all aspects of our lives, mentally, emotionally, physically, how we feel. And that kind of causes us to want to either overeat or want to indulge more or want to just eat beyond that point of satisfaction. And what I want to say here is that you don't want to overeat for sure, but you also don't want to undereat. And people may not think about it too much, but undereating in a similar fashion is not understanding how to eat until you're satisfied because you're not sure how to get to that point. You're probably relying on other external factors that is probably influencing you and making you feel like you shouldn't eat as much and therefore you undereat. I will say that this day and age, it's a lot easier to overeat than undereat because of how our bodies are, again, it's programmed and gets affected by all of these habits and everything around us. But you want to find that sweet spot. You want to understand how do I eat till I'm satisfied more often than not. And I keep repeating, eat until you're satisfied because this is one of the most important and basic concepts of nutrition. It's something that I really coach a lot of my clients with and it's something that I don't think we hear enough of this day and age. Listen to the rest of this episode and if you can apply this into your life, I guarantee that you will feel better, not only more satisfied, but you will feel better like you are actually catering your nutrition habits to adjust and adapt with 
your physical fitness, your exercise training, how you're feeling, and how you're striving to work towards certain goals, I think this fundamental concept of eating until you're satisfied will really help you to practice healthier nutrition habits. And this is actually a skill to develop because even though we're born with this ability to understand what it feels like to be satisfied, like with anything else, if you practice something that may not be as healthy of a habit, you will start to develop that as the new norm and that becomes your skill set. But if you start to pay attention to eating the right volume of food, how different foods affect how satisfied you are, and you keep practicing that, with practice, this will turn into a skill that you'll develop as a consistent habit that you can do over and over. Now, this concept is not new by any means. So in most cultures, actually, and this is something that I had to learn through precision nutrition, because I even got away from this pretty much majority of my life. In most cultures, there is some kind of either phrase, proverb, belief that eating until you're satisfied is extremely important for health promotion, to live a healthy and happy lifestyle. And these are cultures like in the Indian culture, Chinese culture, in German culture, in the Japanese culture, I know it's known as harahachibu. And that is just this concept of eating till you're about 80% full. 8 out of 10 fullness, eating until you're satisfied. And that's what we need to get back towards more often than not. So what I want to discuss now is what influences eating till we're satisfied. And it's practically everything. And I'm going to go over some of the big key points that I want you to think about. Think about this not only with what you have been doing in the past, But think about this in the near future and just be aware. Create some awareness, some mindfulness. Again, with any nutritional practices, take out that judgment. Remember, you're just objectively looking at what you're doing and making sense of what kinds of cause and effects does my choices, my actions, and my habits have. So take out that judgment. This is not meant to be judging you to tell you that you're a good or bad person or you're eating healthy or unhealthy foods. That's not the point. We're just trying to understand how these influences really affect how satisfied you feel. So let's go down this list. The first thing that I want to talk about is how fast you eat. If you eat extremely fast, you may disregard all of the signals that your body's giving you. Your gut to your brain is not going to be able to keep up with how much volume of food is going down into your stomach. And it's very likely that you'll probably eat past being satisfied. You'll probably eat till you're overly stuffed. And a good example here is just think about eating contests, right? That you see on hot dog eating contests that you see on TV. There's a time limit for one, but typically the people that are eating the most, they're going the fastest. Again, you override all of the hormonal signals, the neural signals, everything to tell you that, okay, slow down. I'm getting closer to being satisfied. You just override that. So the speed that we eat is extremely important. And this is also important for other reasons as well. I mean, if you rush through everything, you definitely feel like you're not taking the time to relax, rest and digest food. You might just be inhaling all this food and that affects digestion too you might have stomach aches you might have heartburn you know all of these other issues so how fast we eat just keep in mind that if we eat a slower a moderate pace that will help us to detect more accurately when we feel satisfied the second point is the balance of the meal if we eat balanced meals with a lot of different nutrients a lot of different 
food groups on the plate, that will help to create more satisfaction. So what I mean by that is typically we're looking at, you know, your macronutrients. We want to have a good balance of proteins, carbs, and fats. And there are a lot of delicious meals that have a good healthy balance of that. That will really help. We also want some veggies on the plate, get some fibers, get other nutrients on the plate. And the more balanced the meal is, the more likely we're going to feel satisfied versus if we eat something that is just primarily one food group. For example, because I'm from Hawaii, if we just eat rice, musubis, nothing else, no protein, not too much other veggies, nothing else with the meal, most likely you're going to have to eat a lot more of that to even feel the same satisfaction as if you had a more balanced, rounded out meal. So think about that. The balance of the meal, that plays a factor into feeling more satisfied. The third thing is the quality of foods. And I'm going to keep it simple here because I've talked about this concept in previous episodes. But basically, we want to find and consume more whole foods. Whole foods being as close to how it's found in its natural source, right? We don't want to have a lot of added processes, a lot of added preservatives, and other steps that really pull out the nutrients or degrade the quality of the nutrients. So the closer that it is to whole food form, that really helps us to feel more satisfied. And you could give any example, like an actual apple that you just eat, picking it fresh from the tree, buying it at the grocery store, that's going to create a lot more satisfaction than eating dehydrated apple chips with a lot of added things on it to make it taste better. What happens is the more processed and packaged foods that we eat, that actually encourages our body to not be able to accurately determine how satisfied we are. And it really disrupts these natural innate processes. And it's very likely to overeat something that's processed or packaged just by how our body digests this and also how it responds beyond just digesting and breaking down the food. We're talking about how it responds on our hormonal level, how our body responds and communicates back up to our brain, our appetite regulation again. So it really disrupts these natural processes that help us to determine how satisfied we are. So just remember that. You want to strive to consume more whole foods in your diet. We're talking about more often than not. Now the next point is our exercise and overall health. That plays a big determining factor into how satisfied we are, among many other things related to nutrition. But just the fact that the more healthy and fit we are, our body, again, the hormonal responses, the neural responses, our body just responds to foods differently. And because of that, not only do we desire and want to eat a certain type of food, but it will really help us to be more accurately communicating between our gut and our brain again, what satisfied really feels like. Now we're going to go over some of the smaller influences. These are not all the reasons or factors, but here are some things to think about. You know, even things like the size of the takeout plate, the size of our plate and dishes at home, that does affect a little bit to how much food we perceive we're consuming and also ties in directly or indirectly to how satisfied we feel. Also taste, right? Taste. If you eat something that you really just don't like, it's going to probably be more likely that you're not going to eat till you're satisfied. Maybe you might under eat a little bit versus something that you really, really like. It's more likely that you might overdo it. So it's understanding how to pay attention to these influences as well so that we can use our best judgment to determine where we are 
how much volume of food gets us to that satisfaction point. Also, social cultural cues, like I mentioned before, you know, being at a party, you know, having people tell you, oh, try this dessert, try this, try this, right? It's good to try. You know, that's part of nutrition. And it's something that if we want to try, by all means, go and try. But there's a good balance that we can create so that we don't get to that point where we're overly stuffed and we feel like we just have to lie down and we're miserable after a meal. Cultural cues too, traditions, how you were raised around food, or even culture within different types of groups or sports. Those affect how we eat till we're satisfied or if we don't eat till we're satisfied. I won't mention too many examples there, but you can already see that different times when you're spending in different situations, sometimes you're more apt to overeat. Sometimes you're more apt to undereat. And other times you might feel it's very easy to understand where eating till satisfied actually lies. And in addition, you have, of course, your stress and emotional connections, how you feel, your moods, that really affects hormones, that really affects how much we desire to eat, our appetite again, and our overall habits and routines. Things that you do over and over. These are factors that affect how we're eating till we're satisfied. So for example, thinking about this list, if during the day, maybe you don't have time for a sit-down lunch break, maybe you're inhaling food in five minutes think about that that becomes a habit and if that's something that you do monday through friday that could throw off understanding how different foods affect how satisfied you feel other things like going maybe to your favorite spot to pick up breakfast or pick up a snack if that becomes a habit see is this something that is actually helping me or is it something again that's disrupting this communication and understanding of innately how much food and how much food volume actually gets me to the point of feeling satisfied again. So these are some ideas of influences. And the bottom line here is that this really takes practice. The more that you can eat an appropriate amount of food, see the types of food, the balance of foods, the quality of foods, the situation and context that you like to enjoy these meals in, that is going to be very important to understand, does this actually help me to understand and help my body to communicate to me what it feels like to eat till I'm satisfied, eat until I'm 80% full again. Now, 80% full, I should have explained this a little earlier, but it's a point where you're satisfied, meaning that you feel like you could probably eat a little bit more, but you don't need to. You don't want to either. And you're going to actually be okay until your next meal or snack. It doesn't mean that you're going to get hungry in the next hour. It means that maybe in a couple hours, two or three hours, you might feel a little hungry, but you don't feel like you need to eat a whole meal. That's typically the sweet spot of eating till you're satisfied. And then at your next meal, you're not starving again. You're moderately hungry. And that kind of rolls over throughout the day because if you're not getting to a point where you're really, really hungry then you're less likely to overeat at the next meal. So this is how we practice this. And it actually becomes more of a skill or a habit. The more that we can determine what the appropriate effects of foods are on how satisfied we feel. And when you do this over and over, either way, if you're hopefully you're finding that sweet spot of, you know, eating till you're satisfied. But if you're overeating a lot or undereating a lot, it can either have a very positive influence or negative influence on our overall nutrition habits. And that's, again, why I think this concept is so important. Getting back to basics, 
understanding how to eat until we're satisfied and trying to strive for that more often than not. The last thing that I'll leave this episode on is that there is some irony in this concept. So the more that we practice this and understand how our body responds to certain types of foods, all of these different factors, and the more consistently that we eat until we're satisfied, then the better our overall body will function. We'll get better endocrine function, neural function, better connection between our gut and our brain, and we'll have a better, more accurate communication loop of our actual hunger cues. And again, the way that we can develop this is just by being consistent with understanding how to eat till we're satisfied. Then you can really rely on these innate systems to guide your body and guide you accordingly to eat the appropriate amounts of food. And the ironic thing is that when we try to rely on other factors, we actually throw this innate system further and further off from how it should function, from that balanced state, from understanding how our body is going to respond to certain different types of foods. And why I mention that is when we start to get into all the nitty gritty of nutrition, we start to pay attention to all these external cues, trying to determine how much food we should eat. And we start to not pay attention to this simple concept of eating till we're satisfied. Although it seems that it is trying to help you towards your goals, Really what happens then is that you're confusing your body even more because you're relying on other mechanisms outside of your body externally to determine what the appropriate volume and balance of food is for you. So the bottom line again, and I know I'm repeating myself this episode, but just to nail home that point is to just focus on eating until you're satisfied. Eating till you're about 80% full, that eight out of 10 in fullness, and how you can make other external influences help you to understand how to eat till you're satisfied so that you can do it more often than not and do it more and more consistently. So hopefully this sparks some gears turning and now you're gonna start to think, how satisfied do I feel after meals? And think briefly about if you're not satisfied, if you're overly full, think about what may have affected that to get you to that point. And again, it's not saying that you did anything wrong. It's just understanding that's how I reacted to that type of food. That's how I reacted in that situation. And adjusting accordingly. Nutrition is always something that's adapting, changing. And the more experiences that we have, the more that we understand how we are affected by certain influences, that really helps us in the long run to create consistent, healthy nutritional habits. And that is what I encourage everyone to do in the next week. Try to see if you can get to that sweet spot. You're in a good place with appetite and hunger. You feel like you're satisfied with what you're eating. You feel good, not only physically, but mentally, emotionally. And just keep trying to repeat that over and over with every meal, if possible. That's all that I have for this episode. And thank you again for listening. We are getting back on it this summer. I will have a lot of guest interviews lined up. A lot of exciting people to talk to that I'm looking forward to. And of course, a lot of other topics that I would like to share information on that will help everyone along their fitness journey. Thank you again. Everyone have a great rest of your week. I will be back here same time, same place next week. And until then, aloha. 